listening to Formby Podcast. In this episode, we're with Dr. Phil Smith. He's telling us all about evening primrose that grows on the beach, and we can see it on the dunes today. Evening primrose, yeah. yellow trumpety flowers mm. crawling out to you on the sand dunes. Yeah, they're superb, aren't they? They are superb, but they're not natural to Formby. No, no, they're um, mainly f- uh, from the North American continent. Um, they were introduced way, way back. In fact, there's a, the first record for the Sefton Coast is 1801. Um, and obviously they flourished since then, but uh, they're not really invasive. They, they never form dense populations. They just come up there, what we call biennials. In other words, they produce a, a young um, rosette the first year, and then they flower the second year, and then they die down. They uh, they die off completely. They're not perennials. Um, so they they although they occur in good numbers, they're they're not invasive, and they don't cause any ecological problems on the sand dunes. The other interesting thing about evening primroses is there are lots of different ones. There are at least six main types uh, on the coast. Um, I won't go through them in detail, but um, several of them are hybrids. We have the two main ones are the large flowered evening primrose and the common evening primrose. And the common evening primrose is no longer common uh, because it's hybridised with the large flowered so that what you see are generally a load of hybrids and it's quite hard to find the one of the parents, the common evening primrose. Um, but some of the hybrids themselves are, are really rare. There's another species which we get called the small flowered evening primrose, and that hybridizes with the big one and uh, produces a hybrid called Times Britannica, of all things. And that's really scarce nationally. But if you go down to Crosby Coastal Park, it's the dominant evening primrose down there. It's a lovely thing with bright red buds. Can't miss it. And what colour's the flower? Yellow, just like the ordinary ones. So if I'm on Formby Dunes, yeah. what will I see? Which primrose will I see? The main one is the hybrid between the large flowered and the common. And that's called Times Phallax. F-A-L-L-A-X. That, that is easy to tell because it has striped buds, the longitudinal stripes, um, red and green. And the reason for that is that the large flowered has completely sort of pinky orange buds with no stripes. And the common evening primrose, so-called, has green buds. So the hybrid between the two has the stripes, red and green. And when you talk about evening primrose oil, is yeah. that the same flower or is that the yes, same plant? Yeah. Oh yes, yeah. Um, it's been cultivated for a long time. In fact, when it was first um, brought into cultivation in Britain, in the, I think in the 17th century, uh, it was grown mainly for the roots, which were apparently edible. I've never tried one. <laughs> and it, it's only much later that the, uh, the, the oil came onto the market probably, I think, in the, t- in the 20th century. 
So is it the root or is there a seed that you get the oil from? Is the oil comes from the seed. That the flower creates? Yes. You get lots of seed pods on, on each flower, on each plant. And those are dried? And presumably and they... those are the, the, the seeds are extracted from them and they're dry. Yeah. The seeds are very small. But that's where you get the oil yeah. from? So if I put some seeds into the Nutribullet, could I make evening primrose oil? Not my area of expertise, I'm afraid. <laughs> <laughs> Formby Podcast is an independent production. It comes to you free. If you'd like us to tell your story, or you know of a story, contact us at formbypodcast at gmail.com. See you next time. <laughs>